Education. It's a wild and wacky world that seems to be constantly changing. While we don't have all the answers, we try to have fun finding them. This is the Academia Nuts Podcast. Welcome to the Academia Nuts Podcast, coming to you from Asheboro, North Carolina at Randolph Community College, still trapped in the zombie closet in this jolly old month of June. The halls are relatively quiet these past few weeks as all the zombies, or students as they like to call themselves, have wandered far and wide in search of brain-flavored popsicles. So we're taking advantage of the lull and presenting our summer camp edition of the podcast. I'm Chris Julian, Director of Marketing at RCC and Beard Hair Product Test Monkey with an affinity for fine fragrances. Next to me is Felicia Barlow, Marketing Specialist and Commissioner of Common Sense for this district of our kingdom. We also have our intern and newly graduated nutcase, Sydney Bartholo, with the student perspective. And I'll need to change this because as of June 30th, she will no longer be our intern, but will be with us as our designated marketing photographer and graphics grunt. Our special guest today is Wanda Beck, Director of Workforce Development at RCC. Fun fact, when Wanda was growing up, she was a self-professed tomboy who loved to climb trees and could even shimmy up the antenna pole attached to their house to retrieve balls stuck on the roof uh, and thereby securing her legendary status in the community. Greetings, Wanda. Greetings. Wow, that's impressive, Wanda. Thank you. As par for the course, uh, starting us off in this segment right here, Felicia has been watching the World Wide Webs for the news and stories that are worth sharing in this segment we call In a Nutshell. In a Nutshell, how is everyone today? Great, good. Splendid. All right, you ready for this? We're ready. So we're talking about summer, and the kids are out of all ages, and what do kids do when they have free time? They're on their devices. Technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sydney's on it all the time, so you'd think she was on some. I'm on it right now. That's why I'm not. I mean, even <laughs> she's not talking to us. Even the young ones. Yes. Whether it's an iPad, TV, we're all guilty of it. Well, there's a principal in Washington D.C., and she has put out a challenge to her students. These are middle school students, I believe. Though it also goes into the ninth grade. Either way, she has given them the No Tech Tuesday Summer Challenge. So that means she wants every student to take every Tuesday during the summer and use no technology, including TV, including going to the movies, all of it. Now, in as a reward for that, she is willing to pay each student who completes this with verification $100 of her own money. Wow. That's impressive. That could end up being a hefty sum for this principal. All I have to say about this is I wish we would adopt this policy at RCC, having no tech Tuesday where we can't work on our computers, we can't have any cell phone devices or anything. I think that'd be a brilliant idea. Can somebody pay me $100? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I think so. You know, I think that's the idea. You know, we get paid not to... Not to do our jobs, basically. I'm with you. Imagine the brainstorming we could get done. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, so I just double-checked, and the challenge is open to 160 students. No way. Doing the math? $16,000. Potentially. Mm -hmm. But, you know, not everybody's going to take advantage of that. You know, you're going to have these kids that are like, all right, I can do this, I can do it. And they have to do it all summer long, right? Yes, right. Right. Every Tuesday. And then there are certain forms that have to be filled out at the end of the summer in order for it to be verified. In other words, an adult right, has to right. say, yes, 
they did, in fact, not take part in uh, technology on those days. And see, the problem is, is if I, would, if I was laid this challenge as an adult, I could do it hands down, no problem. I could definitely go without technology for one day. But as a kid, I don't know, this is going to be tough for some of them, I believe. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I think most people don't even notice when they're on their phones, like teenagers, no. like walking through the hallways or in class. or It's like a part of their body. Yeah, that's right. I, I know I was coming out of a, a hallway over here on our campus and a, a class had just dismissed and every single one of them were looking down on their phones and I had to bash my way through like, come that's on, what, yeah. guys. That's when I like to do the like the linebacker stance and just kind of plow through them <laughs> and watch them kind of fall like it uh, been, It could have been yeah. done. <laughs> well, I, I will say uh, this technology, we had a similar issue with my oldest son and we ended up having to take his phone away. Now, his phone was used strictly for games and watching videos and things like that. Well, he got in trouble, and it's gone. And this kid has been a whole other person since we took that phone away. That's amazing. I wouldn't I mean, have... But it's gone for good, right? I mean, well, he doesn't have, he doesn't access, have to it access to it at all for now. Right. And we're still deciding as to whether he will. He's been unplugged from the Matrix. It's, it's amazing. Yes. And he is a, I mean, just kind and sweet. This is the kid I know. Right. I don't, I don't know what happens to them, but it changes. It does. They say that kids now are spend about six and a half to seven hours a day in, on te in technology. And it's, to me, it greatly inhibits personal relationships as well as imagination. The personal relationships is key because he would just stay in his room on the phone, you know, just twiddling, you know. Twittering? He, could, he would twi twittering? Twitter. Twitter. <laughs> Ooh, I can't say that. No, he would just look through, and he'd spend hours as soon as he yeah. woke up. And that was one thing my husband said when the phone was taken away is, wow, it's nice to have you out here with us. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> what have you done with my son? Exactly. Well, good deal. Well, hey, I think this is a great idea. Um, I wish more educators would take that initiative, but we'd have a lot. You know, I know money is at a uh, premium for all of our, our public school teachers, so I don't see this happening a lot across the board. No. Um, Hopefully, the maybe some principals might. But there could take be the other rewards. Sure. Outside of yeah. money. Yeah, maybe parents will jump on it too. Yeah. Maybe they could get a grade for it. I mean, I know that they, they might not be that motivated by grades, but if it's a crucial part of their education, they might be more more apt to do. Like that. if it's part of their their final grade for the year or whatever. It's a great idea. It it's a great idea. A great. <laughs> it could be a good motivator. <laughs> a I think. <laughs> cool. What else you got for us, Felicia? Okay, so moving on, um, is everyone familiar with uh, the singer Rihanna? Oh, she's my favorite. <laughs> I know she's not your favorite. No, I mean, I, I mean, she's very talented for sure. You she know. is. She actually is one of my favorites. She is one of your favorites. Yes. I liked her in the Battleship movie. I mean, I know her music, but she's oh, also was that her. Good she was in the Battleship movie. She was. Oh, okay. Uh, Rihanna is from Barbados. I get her and Beyonce mixed up all the time. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're about to get roasted by yeah. a bunch of fans. Maybe I should uh, cut this part Maybe out of the so. podcast. So. <laughs> don't want to show my ignorance and age. So Rihanna, like I said, is from Barbados. And she has started a Twitter campaign recently to make um, other world leaders. She's not a world leader. World leaders yeah, aware. She is. By of, golly, she's a world leader. <laughs> she is in her own right. That's right. But she's focusing on. She has on, her own Navy. <laughs> she right. does have her own Navy. Yes. 
And in one of her songs, she does reference that, but okay. I digress. So, anyway, back to the back to the story. She's tweeting at various world leaders and saying, hey, how about that education? Okay, that's not exactly what she says. <laughs> hey, how about She that wants education? to raise awareness for education worldwide, and especially because she came from Barbados in an impoverished area, as many countries that she's kind of focusing on. But although, let's see, the Prime Minister of Australia, she never even tweeted at her. She responded, just seeing the others' mm -hmm. response. And they're all saying, of course, as as you would expect, that, of course, education is a priority. a priority. We're spending money on this. We're putting we're right. putting a lot of funds and resources into this. Right. Um, so she's using her... Her powers for good. See, I told you, you she's a world leader. She is a world leader. And they call what do they call her fans? Her navy. Her navy. Honestly, <laughs> I, I did read the article. You know, you did. And but the thing is, is Rihanna's not just sitting there using her phone to tweet at people. Like she all those has, dang high school kids that get a hundred <laughs> bucks just for not using it. Right. <laughs> she has already um, invested in educational um, initiatives. I like this because it kind of harkens back to what we talked about on the last podcast with Nicki Minaj. Were you going to say that, Sydney? That's no. what I was going to say. I was okay. going to say it's cool to have like a theme going here because um, I know last time we talked about Nicki Minaj and how she was using her, um, was helping to pay people's tuition. Is that yeah. what it was? Yeah. She was yeah. helping to pay people's tuition. Pay down tuition. college debt and stuff. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know. It's nice to see other celebrities who have a large following using their their power for good um like Rihanna using her her platform to draw attention, draw awareness, make it, uh, you know, spend money towards uh, education initiatives. Very well said, Sydney. Yeah. Very very I'm, eloquent. I'm I'm passionate about education and pop singers. Yeah, but, and <laughs> mostly pop singers. But. This was uh, in reference to the G20 summit, mm -hmm. which is coming up in July in Germany. And she's hoping to get their attention prior to right. that summit. And this was a fun fact that I did not know until I read this article that Harvard named her Humanitarian of the Year. Wow, this I did year not know in, that either. in 2017. So she's already been doing yes. good stuff. This just came to light because she has gotten so many top people's attention. Absolutely. Harvard. Harvard doesn't just hand those out to anyone, no, I've noticed. <laughs> All right, so what, what's last on the agenda here for us? Okay, well, since we are talking summer camps, Ooh. when you think of summer camp, typically kids come to mind. As right. we have our summer camp going on right now, which we'll talk about in a bit. Well, there are summer camps now for adults. Fun. I'm not sure how I feel about it, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the camp. Yeah. I agree. It I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> You're at a loss, Felicia. I, All right, here's my take on okay. it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spit out my two cents. On first glance, everything looks like it would be really fun. I mean, it's like a a adult wonderland where you get to relive being a kid again. You're you're going down slipping slides. You're roasting marshmallows. You're singing camp songs. You're you're doing all the great things that you know you once did as a kid. But that's also kind of the awkward bad part about it. I mean, how many yes. of these people are having a hard enough time growing up, leaving their parents' houses, doing all that anyway, and yet now they're going to give them the ability to um, revert. to revert back to childhood and to kind of make us realize how much more we miss, um, you know, being kids again. So, I mean, I feel like 
it's a fun idea. Um, and like some of the camps that we read about on there were um, pretty constructive. I mean, you were doing yes, creative right. writing. You were you were um, networking. Um, there was a limited amount of alcohol versus some that <laughs> basically just gave you free reign of alcohol, right. which uh, could be a disaster in and of itself. Um, but anyway – it's kind of a it's kind of a two sided coin, you know. One side, you know, it looks like a whole lot of fun. It looks like it, it'd be a chance just to to let go of the corporate world. But then on the other side, it it seems to be pretty pretty kind of irresponsible. I think on the flip side of that, it could be a like an eye opening experience where they go back to summer camp and they're like, you know, wow, this isn't as fun as an adult. And then they may may not have a good time. I mean, I think it could be fun, but like sitting around singing camp songs as an adult with other adults, it might be weird. Yeah, I would think so. I think a little bit weird. Yeah, or like think, slip and slides, or or I don't know. You might just not have as much fun because you want to like. You did hear the part about you know free access to alcohol. <laughs> right. I mean, okay, that was, I'm like twelve. I don't. <laughs> yeah, part, part Sydney, young um, Sydney is underage, so we will not. Uh, she does not have that worldview that some others have. But well, but you're right. Some of the camps are alcohol free. Yeah. I just happened to look look yes. at one, and it's Soul Camp. And I like the sound of that the one. The camp That's motto is "Adult Sleepaway Camp for the Soul." There you go. Yeah. Oh, that could be good. Yeah, there was some in there that I thought sounded interesting. The focus was, is on detoxification of the yeah. Soul. There was one about uh, with Space Camp too. Absolutely. Now, okay, I, I could be down I for Space say, Camp. Me too. And that takes me back to a kid and watching the movie Space Camp. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember that. Absolutely, yeah, I do yes. remember that. Yeah, Space Camp sounds like a good time. Yeah, but apparently it's incredibly expensive. Yes, <laughs> so yes. that's what it's it said. It's expensive. For kids, too. For anyone. Yeah. Okay. yeah. But if you have the means, how awesome would that? Absolutely. Do you, absolutely. I mean, you don't go to space, but... You learn about space? Yeah, it does oh, all okay. the simulations. Maybe I could hit up Nicki Minaj to send me to space camp. <laughs> or Nicki Minaj on Maybe Twitter. So. Send me to space camp, Rihanna, please. Rihanna, would you send me to space camp, please? <laughs> that might be her new song. That's right. Send me to space camp. Well, cool. Is that all we got? Are yeah. you good, good to go? Yeah, okay. that's it. Let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll learn a bit about Miss Wanda's latest summer endeavor, as well as cast our memories back to some of our favorite summer break memories when Academia Nuts continues. Hey, Cindy, new backpack? Yeah, the Power Princesses are my favorite. Say, are those new superhero sneakers? My mom got them for me. They light up. When you reach a certain age, going back to school isn't about new stuff. It's about new opportunities. At Randolph Community College, you can get the education you need to pick up where you left off, prepare for a new career, or simply learn something new. Find out more at Randolph.edu. Randolph Community College. Creating opportunities, changing lives. Welcome back to the Academia Nuts podcast. We're here with the RCC Director of Workforce Development, Wanda Beck. Wanda, tell us a little bit about yourself and what you're up to here on the RCC campus this summer. Well, I, as you mentioned, I am originally from Asheboro. Uh, I did spend 10 years of my life in Whitfield, Virginia, but I am back home and I am loving it here. Um, I actually uh, got an associate's degree from RCC, oh, so cool. it's nice to be back um, Me too. at the college that started my career. Um, but this summer, we are actually launching, for the first time ever, an Armadillo Adventures summer camp for 8- to 14-year-olds. And as a parent, I will say that my daughter has been attending the uh, the nail fing- art. fingernail art yes. portion of the Armadillo Adventures summer camp and has had a blast. Wonderful. Has absolutely loved it. 
Um, and I think, uh, Felicia? Yes, my oldest will be attending one of the pottery camps. And so far, the pictures that I've seen, man, I want to go too. I know. Adult I, summer camp, see one. <laughs> exactly. See, yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't believe how many people have said, you need to be doing adult summer camp because <laughs> we have some cool classes. We really yeah. do. Actually, we um, we maintain the uh, the Facebook page and... What was it somebody asked online about, you know, why aren't there classes that adults can sign up for? I mean, just yeah. kind of kind of angry about it. it seemed yeah. Like. I'm not sure if they understood exactly what the summer camp. Right. Right. But aren't there classes that adults can sign Absolutely. up for called college? Just visit our website at <laughs> www.randolph.edu or call 336-633-0200. Hey, it's our podcast. We can do what we want to on it. That's right. Um so cool. So how are things going with the uh, the summer camp? It's going great. Uh, we had about 33 campers in the first week, and we had 56 campers in the second week. Wow. And they, the kids have had a blast, as you can see from the pictures on our website. Yeah, definitely. And it, and like I said, my daughter has been raving about it, and I know she's really excited. Today was actually the last day, I yes, think, for the classes. Yes, for, this, for so the second they've, week. They've been running Monday through Thursday. Yeah. So um, they t- take Friday off. So when Emma found out she was not coming, on Friday, she's like, well, why not? Why, why aren't they having classes tomorrow? I was like, well, that's just the way it runs. Well, we had one student evaluation where the kid said, you need to figure out how to have summer camp Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a sleepover camp. That's awesome. Yeah, great. So let's talk about some of the classes. We've mentioned pottery and the nail art. Wanda, tell us about some of the others. We have lots of tech classes. So uh, some that sit around Minecraft design, some that sit around creating your own uh, 3D video um, we also have, we have a professional makeup artist that's going to be teaching some theatrical makeup art classes. And, and she is very talented. She is. Her resume is unreal. And what's her name? Um, Jennifer McCollum. Yes. She's the one that taught the nail art class. She too, is. Right? Yeah. She's a, she is also a licensed cosmetologist. Um, but she actually has been on like Oprah Winfrey show, done makeup, uh, artist art there. And... What? Sydney's Hunger mouth was open. No, she was, was she was amazed. Yeah. <laughs> no, I was just like, wow, that's great. Hunger yeah. Games, Hi. Hunger Games, and and several um, shows and movies. So we were very very blessed to get her. So this is really these are these are high quality classes. Too, absolutely, I mean. absolutely. And then we also have uh, Terry Locke, who is an award winning uh, artist mm-hmm. and author, and he also is teaching kids how to draw, so cartooning and comics and. Fantasy uh, art, which is like dragons and um, fairies All the stuff and that kids like to yes. draw. Sydney has a good story about this. She actually. does. Yeah, I was walking around taking pictures um, in the different classrooms, and I went into his, and they were listening to to Taylor Swift, and they're all drawing, and all the kids. Um, I walked over to this one little boy, and I was like, hey, can I take your picture? And he's like, not right now. I'm working really hard, or I'm, I'm really wow. focusing or something. And he That's was having great. so much fun. I held up a finger, and too. Yeah, he was just like, no, not, not right now. <laughs> and then yesterday, I went out to take uh, pictures, and I went into, um, I went outside, and they were outside drawing, which was cool. Um, so they were having a good time. And every time I go into his classroom, um, Terry Locke's classroom, they all seem to be loving it, having a really good time. Yeah. He seems like. He seems like a fun instructor to have. Yeah, he okay. is. And the kids, they are engaged, and they're trying very hard to do the uh, techniques that he shows them. So it's pretty that's cool. Great. That's great. That's great. And how long is this running? How long is this running? It actually running? goes all the way through August the 10th. So we have five okay. more weeks. It starts back up after the week of the 4th of July, and we have okay. five more weeks. Every week is uh, we have different classes. So um, 
they just need to get on a website and check them out. So if you're, yeah, if you're listening to this podcast, go check it out. It's not too late to to sign up for these classes. Mm -hmm. Um, There's, there's a lot to do and a lot of fun things to happen. So, um, and they are reasonably priced. Yes. A lot of people are concerned, you know, about sending kids to summer camp, one, because of the cost. Right. And two, because they're not familiar with the institution. Right. We have put safety first. Yes. For sure. And the kids are escorted to and from. They have to be, you know, signed out by someone who has... Who's on the list correct. that the parents provided. ID correct. provided when I, you pick it up. Ha- and yes. yes. You have to show your photo ID. And the cost is is actually reasonable. It, it is. It's very um, comparable to if you had to pay daycare. So for our tech classes, they're $129 a piece, and all other classes are only $65 a piece. Yes. So, and the um, tech classes are, are put on by a, um, a third a, a third party called Black Rocket, mm-hmm. and they've been doing this for fifteen years. Summer camps, and um, they're high quality stuff. I've very seen high quality things. stuff. Yes, that's awesome. So apparently, these young people are really learning some skills and making some memories over the summer, which leads us to our next half of the segment. Um, what are some of your favorite summer memories? Who wants to start us off, Sydney? Not you. Not you. Cindy's shaking her head. She has no good summer memories. No, I have so much. I thought of, I, I have to go gather. Oh, easy there. <laughs> gather, gather away. I'll go. I'll start off. So, you know, one of my favorite summer memories was actually summer camp. Um, when I was growing up in elementary school um, for two or three or four years, I don't remember. It was a, it was a pretty good while, but we, uh, we would uh, cart me off to Quaker Lake Camp um, awesome. in the northern part of the, the area here. Is that, is that still in Randolph County? I don't know. Is it in Randolph County? Okay, so um, so northern part of our county. And it was – I remember the first time I went, it was just one of those homesick, you know, tears running down the face kind of thing. And little Chris was just <laughs> – oh. yeah. Every, oh. Can I get a collective all? Oh. Yeah, but, um, and, you know, and after a couple of days, that, that went away quickly. And so they had awesome, you know, they had that lake, they had the pool, they had tetherball, they had crafts where you could do pottery. And, you know, you made the friendship bracelets. That's actually where I learned to make friendship bracelets. And I still know to this day, oh. don't judge me. Don't judge me. <laughs> no one's no, judging no, you. they came back around. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're oh, still yeah. They're out there. Um and man, it was just great. And we would go, we'd have the big bonfires at night and the, and it was just all these great memories just were built up. And I mean, still, I carry those with me today. And so, I mean, we've had beach trips and everything that I, I certainly hold dear, but at the same time, those, those summer camp memories were, um, were just exceptional. I really had a good time and, um, I would love, I would love to revisit them as an adult somehow. Come on, Quaker Lake, start up an adult summer camp. Adult summer camp. You know, I feel like they'd be pretty safe on their uh, their summer camp stuff. Agreed. That's cool. Uh, I'll go next. So we, as kids, we didn't go to summer camp, but um, I have the best memories as a child running barefoot from. Uh, sun up to sundown mm-hmm. outside all around the neighborhood riding bikes playing in the creek catching tadpoles in the creek um catching lightning bugs in the jar at oh, night yeah. <laughs> those were the awesome days I remember yeah those. i mean it was all about imagination i mean we played school we we would build houses in the woods out of sticks and and leaves oh, yeah. and you know we played banana we loved bonanza so we played like we were bonanza characters oh, and made man. up stories and so you know it was just wonderful wonderful memories uh, as a child just out playing outside. I'll have to throw one more in there. My friend Jason Thomas and I, we had a block of foam 
that I would use like for archery practice. But I mean, I'm thinking this thing was like four feet wide by four feet tall. So it was a cube of foam that sat out beside my house. And every Saturday, without fail, we would go out there, sit on that piece of foam, and it became a time machine. It became oh, a yeah. tank. <laughs> it became uh, whatever we could do. And then we have creeks around our house, same as you wanted. Mm-hmm. And we would just go and just play in the creeks. He saved me from a copperhead one time. <laughs> um, man, that was just, those were the times. And <laughs> I feel were. like a lot of that is, is missing now. You know, I did too. We've missed out on a lot of that, some of the kids, for safety reasons and just for right. other distractions. Right. They're, you know, parents now are afraid to let their kids out of their sight, and for a good reason. Yeah. Um, that's part of it. Technology is another part of it. Um, and air conditioning is another yeah. part of it. I mean, seriously. You nice. know, I didn't have air conditioning. It was right. cooler outside than it was in the house, so, so we stayed outside. You had reasons to leave. Exactly. <laughs> so, Well, my memories are similar. They do have to do with uh, outside when I was young, I don't know, five, six, seven, eight, in that range, my family had a place on, um, I think it's the Potomac. Mm-hmm. It's at Elizabeth City. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And we called it the river. We're going to the river. Down by the river. <laughs> and it was almost like a family compound. There were several mobile homes on the property, and a number of family members would come in, and they had their own place. And I just remember that. It's it's almost like I can go back there in my cool. mind and I can smell it and feel it. And we would catch crabs, mm-hmm. um, you know, go put the little crab pot out. And as a kid, that was fascinating to me. And we put the raw chicken in there. And yeah. Yeah. And they had a large a screen room outside that was just an enclosed screened area. And that's where we would have our meals, mm-hmm. especially dinner, you know, when the crabs were cooked and. Things like that, and there was a boat, and we would go out on the boat. Nice. Just really good memories. And when I hear the sound of a cicada, that is summer to me. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And my kids now, especially my youngest, he hears it, and he's like, what is that what is noise? That? It's so annoying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Yes, it's, that's the sound of summer. Absolutely. And every time I hear it, even now, it just kind of takes me back to those young, innocent times. Cool. We always slip with our windows open, and I still love doing that in the summer. Yes. Yeah. And listening to the best. lights, to yeah. the night sounds. So, but yeah, you're right. That air conditioning does make a big difference because now <laughs> yes, I'm like, oh, man, if, if we've uh, had some issues with our power lately and whenever the air conditioning goes off, you don't realize how much we have conditioned ourselves <laughs> yes. to, Absolutely. To, to love it. All right, Sydney, have you had time to brew and stew on yes. it? Yes. Well, see, I was at first I was really uh, conflicted because I have so many. Summer's always really good. Um, I love summer. But um, so my favorite summer memory was two summers ago, not last summer. Um, last summer I was in school all summer. Um, <laughs> but the summer before that, um, I was um i ended up going to florida where i'm from um to stay with my grandparents for two weeks and um while i was there i i I wasn't really looking forward to it just because i didn't really have anything planned out um i've gone before multiple times but we always had things to do and i didn't really have anything planned out i just wanted to kind of do something for the summer so i got there and reconnected with an old uh, friend i hadn't seen since i was like four or five we ended up going hiking. We got lost. Um, we got lo- really lost. We ended up somehow like miles and miles from where wow. we started and had to call old friends to come pick us up and ended up at Applebee's at like 2 a.m. And then um, 
that kind of that was within the first few days so after that i just kind of set the tone we ended up um i think we went uh we went everywhere i mean we we went hiking again and didn't get lost we went <laughs> uh, to a trampoline park we went to uh, the beach the river um just places i had gone as a as a child that i kind of had forgotten about or didn't really remember clearly because i was so little and so just kind of going back to those was awesome and then I, once I came back from that vacation, I um, was, you know, told my friends around here, we should go camping, we should go hiking, we should do something like that. And we ended up going to um, the dam in Randleman and camping there and swimming there and um, just hanging out there for a week. And through that time, it was me and five other friends and we ended up just becoming really close. And that's like altogether one of my, one of my best summer memories because I always... I'm always gonna um, think about that whenever I think about summer because that was like a, you know the definition of a really really good summer. Nice, cool. nice. I'd think is it legal to camp at the uh, Randleman Dam? Uh, I don't know. I mean, maybe there, it wasn't the Randleman Dam, right? Maybe it was yeah, a different no, dam. No, it was a different <laughs> dam. Definitely not in Randleman. Uh, <laughs> it was somewhere else. No, um, I'm not sure. I mean, we we did camp there for a night and we didn't get in trouble, and there were other people camping there. So okay. Um, yeah. Everything's good. Yeah, this is fine. Well, cool. Those are some great memories. Anybody have anything else? We're good. Let's take another break. And when we come back, we'll take a crack at some summertime knowledge in our high stakes quiz in the segment we call Let's Get Crackin'. Get your kids off the couch this summer and onto the campus of Randolph Community College. RCC Summer Camp kicks off in June and is offering something for everyone ages 8 to 14. Kids can make up their own video game, create an app, even design their own Minecraft mod. Plus, they can even learn to draw their own cartoon character and take classes in photography, poetry, and cosmetology, too. It's an armadillo adventure this summer at Randolph Community College. Call 336-633-0268 or visit randolph.edu for more info. Welcome back to our Let's Get Cracking segment. I'm taking over the quiz master duties from, uh, from Felicia this go-round as we climb on the diving board and leap into the oblivion of our summer brain drain quiz. Is everybody ready? Sure. All right. These oh, are, yes. These are all questions that have Woo. to deal with summer of some form or fashion. It might be objects. It might be weather. It might. We just don't know. It's going to be across the board. Felicia's eyeing me. Mm-hmm. Like I am eyeing you. So do we just shout it out if we know the answer? We'll go around. It's a lot of them are multiple choice. Um, so we'll just... You know, okay. I'll just get your multiple choice answers and then we'll tally up the scores. And this could be a high stakes quiz. There could be big cash prizes at the end of this. Could be. Right. Noticed. Like a whole dollar or something. <laughs> yeah. we'll you may not even have that much. You might be, you might be talking the kind that jingles. You're talking big like, money here. That's big right. Money. All right. Question number one. Jonathan DeLong invented one of the most iconic summertime objects, the beach ball. What year did he invent it? And here's your choices. A- 1912, B, 1953, C, 1938, or D, 1965. The beach ball. I'm going to go with B, 19, what was it, 50? 53. 53, yeah. Okay. Let me go with that. I'm going to say the one that's 1938. Was that D? That was C. All right. So that, 1938. That's the one I'm guessing as well. You're going to say 1938 also? All right. Ding, ding. Two of you got it right. Woo-hoo. Felicia and Wanda both Yay. picked 1938. Sorry, Sid. 
I'm fine. It's fine. I'm fine. Okay. Question number two. What is the hottest temperature ever recorded on Earth? And here are your choices. A, 106 degrees Fahrenheit. B, 134 degrees Fahrenheit. C, 117 degrees Fahrenheit. Or D, 123 degrees Fahrenheit. It's starting to get a little tougher here. Mm Mm-hmm. So 106, 134, 117, or 123? I'm going to say 123. 123. Okay. 134. 134. 134. Are y'all like psychic over there? Y'all got like a mental connection? I didn't want to pick the hottest one. The correct answer is 134 in Furnace Creek Ranch, California, located in the Death Valley Desert in the United States on July 10th, 1913. So Wanda and Felicia. That is hot. Tied up two to two. Come on, Sid. Waiting for the big big roundup here. Okay, number three. What is the top item sold during the summer? A, smartphones. B, movie tickets. C, sunglasses. Or D, bathing suits. The top item sold during the summer. I'm going to say sunglasses. Sunglasses. I'm going to say bathing suits. Bathing suits. I'm going to say bathing suits. Bathing suits. Two of you got it right again. Right. Felicia and Sydney both got bathing suits. So Sydney on the board. I only know because girls lose their bathing suits like all the time. And then they're like, oh, I got to run the store and get a bathing suit. And oh, then you have like 12 bathing suits at the end of the summer. Oh. I know that because that happens every single year. I have year. like one bathing suit. Yeah. As I've gotten older... I have fewer and fewer. Or, but children <laughs> also lose their bathing suits. Oh, indeed and I know do. that my little sister yeah. has five Especially right now. Especially at the beach. And they yes. outgrow them yes. from yeah. season to season. Yes. Well, there you go. Bathing suits it is. All right. Number four. What U.S. president's daughter celebrates a birthday on July 4th? A, Amy Carter. B, Malia Obama. C, Chelsea Clinton. Or D, Barbara and Jenna Bush. Tick, tick, tick. Amy Carter, Malia Obama, Chelsea Clinton, or Barbara and Jenna Bush? The twins. Um, I'm going to go with the first one. Amy Carter? Amy Carter. Jimmy Carter's daughter? Yeah. All right. Sydney? I'm going to go with Malia. Malia? Then I'll go with the third option, the Bush twins. The Bush twins. Y'all split it up this time. (laughs) Sure. One of you got it right. Felicia got Malia Obama, correct. Wow. She was born in 1998. You've got every one of them right. She has. I have. It's because she's she's in that graduate school program. It just makes her smart. <laughs> That's right. That's right. That's she knows is. all the summer summer info. That's right. Well, she is. She's pretty good at our trivia stuff. That's why we don't let her play most of the time. <laughs> okay. According to hospital. T- okay. Let me try that again. According to hospital statistics in the U.S., what summer recreation historically claims the least number of injuries and fatalities each and every year? So this is the least number of fatalities. Which of these activities? A, volleyball, B, swimming in a pool, C, fishing, or D, skinny dipping? (laughs) Say those again. What was the first one? (laughs) Volleyball, swimming in a pool, fishing, or skinny dipping? I'm going to hope you made that last one up. (laughs) We'll see. I want to go with... Mm, volleyball. 
Volleyball? I'm going with the volleyball as well. Yeah, as am I. Everybody's going with volleyball. You're all wrong. Oh, what is it? Skinny dipping. <laughs> uh, uh, but isn't it the same really as swimming in a pool? Well, no, but it's yeah. the same as swimming. Well, but I mean, yeah, I think you're swimming as a, as a like general recreation at the at the city pool. You're not going to be skinny dipping there, I don't think. But, but what's the danger in skinny dipping other than being caught? But that's not going to end you in the hospital <laughs> or dead. But apparently, yeah. people get hurt less when they're skinny dipping than they do when they're. They don't have all them clothes to hold them back. That's right, exactly. <laughs> but don't you think they really? Don't tell the truth that they were skinny dipping. Maybe so. Maybe that's, <laughs> Maybe that's why it's Maybe safe. It's fake news. Yeah. This is all fake news. Fake news. <laughs> I think Felicia's a winner. Well, we got we got a few more. Oh, okay. We're okay. Got time. Got time. Okay. All right. I know. I went all out on this one. You did. This this is all. It's all good. It's power. good stuff. It, it is, is good. good. I told you this was a good quiz. I know. You did well. Okay. Of these summertime smells. Which one do social researchers say is most often found to stimulate pleasant memories in human beings? Okay. A, coconut. B, cut grass. C, chlorine. Or D, charred hamburger. Coconut, cut grass, chlorine, or charred hamburger. I'm going to go with charred hamburger. It's a good choice. That's what I was going to go with first, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go with that as well. Okay. I want to go with it because they're probably right, but I don't know. Um, go with your gut, Skinny dip. Oh, wait. That's so not that was the. <laughs> what kind of smell do you Where get from skinny you? dipping? Yeah, oh, really? you're still stuck on that um, one. What does skinny dipping smell like, <laughs> We don't want to know. <laughs> I'm going to go with hamburger. Tried hamburger. Jumped on the bandwagon. You're all wrong. Uh, Man. What would make you feel Is it cut grass? Cut grass. Cut grass. What? Cut grass, yeah. Well, maybe I'm reverting back to something that we can talk about later. The smell from a grill oh, yeah? sparks up nostalgia. Yeah. Well, I'm sure it does, yeah. And I'll see who knows where that may have come from because it's not mine. Is that a quote? Maybe. Is that a song? Maybe. I guess we shall see. (laughs) So you did bring a quiz. Wait a minute. (laughs) You're always on the quiz duty. All right, number seven. Don Henley's nostalgic song, The Boys of Summer, has been released twice as a single and topped the charts both times, the second time by the band The Ataris. What year was this song released for the first time? The first time. When did Don Henley release this song? I probably wasn't born. A, 1979, B, 1984, C, 1993, or D, 2003. This was the first release? The first release of The Boys of Summer. 1979, 1984, 1993, or 2003. I'm going to go with B. What was B? 1984. I think I'll go with A, 79. I'm going to go with B. Wanda and Cindy chose B. Wanda and Cindy are right. Ah. 1984. Good job. The 2003 was actually when the Ataris reached, released their version. Hmm. Um, so Wanda gets a point and Sydney gets a point. Oh, Wanda's closing in on Felicia. Creeping up, there. creeping up. <laughs> uh, we're going to stay with the song vibe. One of the most popular summer songs of all time was the 1966 hit, Summer in the City. What rock band wrote and performed it? A. The Kinks. 
B, the Rolling Stones, C, the Loving Spoonful, or D, the Animals? So I, I know remember it, the song. I know it in I my head, but I don't. Yeah. yeah. The Kinks, the Rolling Stones, the Loving Spoonful, or the Animals? Any guesses? My gut's telling you to go with A. Mine is too. The Kinks? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sydney and Wanda chose the Kinks. I'll go with the last one. The Animals. Got you all again. It was the Loving Spoonful. Man. There you go. The Now, number nine. We're almost done. The world's tallest water slide, Verrucht. And I'm not saying that right because I don't have a German accent. Verrucht. Does that sound good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's the world's tallest water slide, Verrucht. Recently opened in Kansas City. It is a German word that means A, waterfall, B, fast, C, insane, or D, wedgie. <laughs> I want to say C, insane. Wanda says insane. What was the first two? Waterfall, fast, insane, and wedgie. What's the, fir- what's the word again? Verrucht. V-E-R-R-U-C-K-T. I think it's like Verrucht. I'm going to go with uh, fast. Fast. I'm going to go with insane as well. Felicia. Wanda and Felicia. It was insane. That's insane. <laughs> Isn't that the one that they had the bad accident with the boy? Oh, is that where he flew off? I think. Ooh. I don't know. That was insane. I'm not sure if it was that one or not. No, yeah. Maybe Might not. Be. This was on the Travel Channel. They had this special little tidbit of information. All right, last question. And this is uh, Price is Right rules. Closest to the pen wins on this one. Um, closest without going over. In the U.S., how many children and adults attend summer camp each year? Uh, Sydney, you can go last since you have the least points. <laughs> Alicia, you get to go first since you have the most points. Hmm. I really have no idea. Hmm, let's just throw a random number out there. 350,000. Okay. Wanda? I'm going to say 300,000. Okay. Sid? Uh, I'm going to say 450,000. Sydney, you won, but you were way off. <laughs> Wait, what? So you were closest. So it was much higher than much that? Much higher. Wow. According to the American Camp Association, the ACA, each year more than 14 million <gasps> children and adults attend camp in the U.S. Wow. Here's some famous campers you might have heard of. Mark Cuban, owner of the Dallas Mavericks and featured entrepreneur on Shark Tank. Michael Eisner, former CEO of Disney. Ralph Lauren. Mark Zuckerberg. Albert Einstein, Chelsea Clinton, Clay Aiken, Adam Levine, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Jonah Hill, Zoe Deschanel, Leonardo DiCaprio, Natalie Portman, Emma Roberts, and Seth Rogen were all campers. Wow. When you say it, it makes million. sense. That's when a you, lot of people. That is a lot. Yeah, yeah. it is a Why lot. Why did we have no, we had no faith in, <laughs> in the summer numbers. camp? But because Sydney chose 450000 she did get the win on that one. Unfortunately, Sydney, it was not enough to beat the powerhouse Felicia, who had five, <laughs> Wanda in second place with four, and well, Sydney close. with three. So y'all were all close. one right yeah. behind the other. Five, so four, good job. So at the end of the show, we like to talk about the things that we're nuts about, the things that we're really crazy about. Um, 
These can be anything from books to movies to TV shows, music, etc. And for this segment, I would also like to add in one more category, your favorite summer song from years past. Who would like to start us off? I can start you off. Um, it's not really an older song, but my favorite summer song was um, the basically the soundtrack to last summer for me. Um, it's a song called Electric Love by Bournes. The album was released the fall before last summer. Okay. Um, but the song uh, Electric Love is really good. I kind of like played it all summer along with the rest of the album. Cool. So, yeah. Cool. All right, Felicia. So mine that always takes me back, no matter when it's played, is Summertime by DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Oh, nice. Here it is. A groove slightly transformed, just a bit of a break from the norm. And listen to this song, you will note the phrase I quoted earlier. (laughs) It all comes back around. (laughs) See, this is one of those songs that back back in those days where I had the tape and I would stop it so Uh I could learn the words. Oh, yeah. So this is like a choose your own adventure series, man. You're just bringing us right back to the solution. <laughs> See, there it is. There nice. it is. Good no, job. I love that song. All right, Wanda. All right. So I'm going to show my age. Um, beach music still always oh, yeah. takes me back. Absolutely. And under under the boardwalk by yeah. the Drifters oh. is my favorite. That's a great <laughs> That's song. That's a classic. You can't go wrong with that. No, Everybody, I mean, anytime. You know that song, don't you, Sydney? No. What? <laughs> oh, wow. No, I don't think I've heard it. Wow. Oh, my. Okay, so Felicia, you and I know that <laughs> yes, song. Yes, absolutely, very... I do. <laughs> Are you surprised? No. <laughs> Slightly, I am, because I just thought that was such an iconic song. Okay, but for mine, I go back to the summer of 1988. It was right before I started high school. In 1980, don't roll your eyes, Sydney. I hate it when you do that. <laughs> so right before I started high school, and a band named Def Leppard released a song that they played nonstop on MTV that summer, and I just in, have still just really look back on that summer and just think, man, what a great song that was. And it, that song was "Pour Some Sugar on Me." I mean. I'm going over the drum beats in my yeah. head right now. It's in your head now. It, yes. I mean, you're, you're singing along with it. I love it. And so, and this is kind of a shout out to my buddy Brian. You know, he was he was a, a huge or is a huge Def Leppard fan. We've actually gone to see him in concert together. Um, so, uh, I remember that summer just vividly. We had a great time at the beach and listened. That was kind of a soundtrack for our summer. Pour some sugar on me, Def Leppard. There you go. <laughs> well. With that, that wraps it up for this edition of the Academia Nuts podcast. I think I hear the shuffle of a stray undead undergrad in the hall. So check back next month and see what's new with us and what flavors of popsicles we crave. Again, if you have any witty puns that revolve around the nut or legume family that we can implement into the segment of our show or would just like to say howdy, send us an email to talk at academianuts.cc. So from the Academia Nuts crew here at RCC, we'll... Cash you next time. Where's my laugh? You always laugh at that.